I'm doing a podcast this week. Yeah, I made it. I said I would have a guest on this week. Uh, and uh, I promised. I said I would do whatever it takes. And I flew Kelsey in specifically <laughs> to be a guest. Oh, that's laughable. I flew her in for all the way from Tennessee to South Carolina. Oh. She's here. You um, cheated. <laughs> I cheated. I was an easy guest. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I mean, you had, did have to come all the way down here or over out, here over here straight over here out this way we're really not that far away no it no. was right at four hours three and a half because yeah, i started from cleveland specifically for the podcast no just because <laughs> just because we're friends but just because you're here yeah but uh but it works out i can use her i like how you're feeling the heater and i i'm under two blankets <laughs> yeah we're sitting on a glaston porch and uh with an impending winter storm which uh should be uh, pretty probably uneventful. It's probably gonna be pretty disappointing. It's probably gonna be nothing but just wet tomorrow. Yeah, no I, snow. I want to look out the window and just see white. I do too. But as far as the eye can see, not gonna happen. It's probably not gonna happen. Um. So what's what's new? What's new with you? I uh, just wrapped up my first semester teaching. Okay. How was that? It felt very gratifying. Although I still have a ton of papers to grade. Oh really? You got to give people their final grades. Yeah, I have to grade their finals. Ah. And grade a lot of essays that I'm behind on. Well, instead you're here on my podcast, which is a great use of time. With so. no Wi-Fi, so <laughs> I have an excuse as to why I can't do it. No Wi-Fi, <laughs> the, sn- the impending snowstorm, you're trapped. Yeah, going to be snowed in, <laughs> miss a day of work. There you go. Um, yeah, I see you have a journal in front of you and uh, a fancy new uh, recorder. I do. I uh, feel like I'm copying you with everything, no, but I buy it and then I get it. Yeah. The, oh, you get it like you understand. Like I understand why almost 10 years ago now when we met, you told me about moleskin journals <laughs> and that that's the only journal you would ever buy. But I can look at my I voted sticker. Oh, nice. Look, I mean, I'm not one to like write, but you just got to get it lately. out. You just got to get it out. Yeah. I brought it out here because I feel like there's some good stuff in there. Yeah, that's one thing I've been, I've been, uh, I've been in a weird place just because I'm, I'm starting from scratch and now I'm like really starting from scratch because like, you know, the, the, the power tour, the road trip is over, cross country road trip has ended. It's time to like be back in reality and it's kind of, uh, so now I've been in reality this week and, uh, I'm just trying to get, get a flow back of some kind and, uh, it's felt weird. Um, it's, it's like. You know, it's almost been a decade since I got into photography, and that's crazy. Like we're we're nearing we're nearing the decade point here in a few months, and uh, and so there's a lot of things right now that are reminding me of when I first started. <laughs> in, in that, um, I've been for the for the past couple of years, I've been dissatisfied like technically, like I, I've been wanting to push myself technically, and so mm-hmm. I. I've kind of in starting over. I feel like I've I've kind of rediscovered my love of photography again. Oh well, that's and good. Yeah, and it's it's good, but it it's like you kind of in order to do that, I've learned you really have to like shed your ego. <laughs> <laughs> and realize you have to start back at the beginning sometimes. Yeah, well, and that just learning never stops. And oh uh, yeah, there, when when you let yourself think you're like the best photographer on earth, then you don't you don't chase uh, learning as much. And, Mm. and, uh, 
you know, and you know, you go through phases of that. You have a few good jobs and you're like, heck yeah, I'm the best. And then, you know, then you think you know everything and it's kind of like you don't, you don't kind of have that innate push anymore. And so it's easy to lose it. Yeah. But also I've kind of realized how valuable it is because, you know, uh, the re- the discovery of a new technique or the discovery of uh, a new style or kind of like uh, a breakthrough is is so satisfying that that's kind of like what I'm chasing yeah all the time now um, and uh, and so it's it's just been lately it's been uh, I've had to like dig into my inner core my inner being down into the depths of Will Malone to like really. <laughs> <laughs> scary place ladies and gentlemen yeah no it is it is it's crazy it's crazy how how like how much reflection has to be done uh when you like st- work for yourself mm. like that that's the thing i have i have self-reflected out the wazoo lately and it's like just the beginning like i just feel like i've just been in the the depths the sewer of will malone just trying to figure out like uh what you know like insecurities what's wrong like how to fix it how to like push through like there's just there's a lot of like mental stuff to work through because you're ultimately kind of just exposing yourself to the outside world but also to yourself yeah like exposing yourself to yourself is probably more terrifying than exposing it to everybody else yeah I've, i've i've never realized how much i you know bs not only people around me but myself Like I can convince myself, you know, that, uh, I'm too good to buy a photography book that would help me get better at a technique, Mm. that kind of stuff. Um, I, uh, so yeah, I'm, I mean, it's just, I thinking of even things like photography books or tutorials is something like beginners only do, you know, that Mm -hmm. was, that was one thing that was hard for me is like, I've always, I've always kind of like, uh, I'm done with those things now. Right. But this week I ended up buying a book so I could expand on a on a particular like technique and I, f- I found the perfect book for it and I've been digging into it and it is feels that, like is that what you have in there yeah. by the fireplace yeah That's and awesome. uh and it feels like uh I'm 17 again <laughs> and it's and it's kind of exciting because I think you know I have I feel like I've you know obviously like improved enough to like ask for money <laughs> over 10 years that mm-hmm. like maybe this is the start of another 10 year stretch that is like a whole nother set of breakthroughs and stuff. So yeah. that's, what's exciting about it, but it's just, it's like a hard war to wage with yourself. So I just had to like get a, a s- kind of silly I don't know, it's a metaphor, mm-hmm. something going through my head. I don't know. But, um, back when I played softball, you know, when I was actually in shape, <laughs> um, they would always just tell us just one Oh one softball. 101 one on 101 softball if you do the basics out there and you do them right the mm-hmm. fundamentals then you're gonna win every time yeah as long as you go back to the fundamentals that's where it's the most important mm. so it's when you it's when you like try to get like too fancy and cocky is when you screw up yeah speaking of that so yeah. the georgia alabama game last weekend oh, that was the one issue that, that the commentators had with tua was mm-hmm. that he was trying to do too much yeah. And then he got hurt. Ha. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boo, Bama. Well, I mean, that's a good example for, like, doing too much. You know, it's mm-hmm. like that's one thing I've always struggled with because I always just want to, like, get there, get there, get there, get there, and, like, run myself to, like, a nub and, like, do 10, 20 things at once. 
and ends up like crashing and burning just because I'm trying to do like all of it. Well, and right you burn now. out. Yeah, and you burn out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, no, I mean that's that totally makes sense. It's like when you, and it, it's one thing I've I've learned at like various jobs, like working at Starbucks and different places I've worked. It's like you know when you have the basics and you just get good at the basics, that's when you get your speed. That's when you get your skill. Yeah. It's like once you master those, that's the speed comes from that instead of trying to be fast while trying to learn the basics. Yeah, because yeah. the foundation's there. Exactly. So if the foundation's there, regardless, you know it's going to be good quality. Exactly. Regardless. You know, anything else is just going to make it even better. Yeah, and uh, and I guess because, you know, because I've done so many, like, I've I've entered so many parts of the photo industry i've like you know had to do some like grueling work like i've i've done i've done a lot of like suffering in the photography world as far <laughs> as like i would say school photography is probably the most grueling you know mm-hmm. you, you get up at like 4 a.m and you gotta drive to the middle of nowhere to go take photos at a school bright and early in the morning and you just have like you know hundreds of kids just lined up snotty nose yeah you gotta kids. pose them on a fake rock you gotta, I mean, it's just like, and you carry all this gear with you and, um, you gotta set it all up, which the gear is just so crazy and doesn't make sense for any sort of photography gear you've ever seen. It's like this, this crazy set. The camera doesn't even look like a camera. Um, I hope I can't get in trouble for saying all this. Uh, but, (laughs) and it's like, uh, and it's insane. You got to lug around this cart of just bags and bags of equipment. Um, which actually, funny story, I wasn't allowed to carry around the equipment. Um, Why? <laughs> because, uh, because part, you know, I had the job for like a few months and, um, they did a background check on me and I had so, I had like too many, you know, one too many driving infractions at the time. No DUIs or anything. Don't worry about that. Like speeding tickets and, uh, a couple wrecks that, um, they wouldn't allow me to drive company equipment around anymore. Uh. <laughs> so I had to hitch a ride with somebody every morning. So I had to arrange, I had to get up at 4am and make sure I had my ride arranged to whatever photo job I could get really? with another photographer. Your, they just couldn't take your equipment and you just drive like, well, it depended because you go with a different other photographer every, every morning. Uh. You were the new guy all the time, depending on the job. Ugh. And so, so I would just have to arrange with some guy and meet him out there, or go ride with him, or meet him at McDonald's, you know, somewhere in the yeah. Sketchy. Yeah, and it was a, uh, it was it was some pretty grueling stuff. It takes a special kind of person to be able to do that for a long time, um, and uh, because it's just like I mean, it's a billion dollar company. I mean, it's like yeah. it, it's it's a huge thing. They've built just systems to do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just, it's just hard work. Um, and it's, it's kind of crazy. So when you do that, you're kind of like, man, I can do anything at this point. So I think a lot of that has informed what I do now is like, you know, shooting a wedding seems a lot easier to me now after doing something like school photography, which Mm. to me, like just fills me with dread to think think about the just the just crazy amounts of you know work it took to do it and you're taking photos you don't necessarily love you know it's like it's like with weddings at least you can you have a creativity factor right but you couldn't add that in the other place so you're like i'm experiencing what photography is devoid of creativity Mm -hmm. and so uh, have already paid you for what they want yeah and so and so when you when you survive out in the desert you know, uh, in the creative desert, you come back thinking, man, 
I can be the most creative person alive now. Yeah. That's that's easy. <laughs> that yeah. sounds great. <laughs> so the, the de- is it just me or does has the desert or the concept of the desert and cactus been coming up a lot lately? Like with me? Or just in general? Maybe it's just me. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, just because I just got back, but also it just it it filled me with anxiety. I guess like it kind of I don't want to say scarred me, but the just the idea of how small I am. Oh. That's what I think really started this. <laughs> I just got really excited because I remember that quote I sent you the other day and I knew you would take offense to it, but I meant it com- completely. I didn't actually take offense to it. I know, it. but I knew you would make me think you'd take an offense to it. I take fake offense to things just to mess with Kelsey a lot. Okay, I'm going to read it and then I'm going to try to explain it because it made sense in my head. Okay. And it was really nice. Okay, great. <laughs> we can talk about this. It says, what a brave thing we did to plant an orchid in the desert and halfway expect it to thrive. Oh, I see. Yeah. It's just crazy enough to work kind of thing. What a brave thing we did to plant an orchid because an orchid, there's only certain types that are able to plant in the desert. Not all of them are. So Mm -hmm. somebody who first did it Mm -hmm. did take a chance. Oh, I see what you're saying. On this thing that supposedly was going to work. Or they just dropped it. Okay, well, everybody that did it after the first guy did it knowing that it had worked in the past and that everything was set up to work. Like, you had all the tools. Like, you have all the tools for photography. You know it. You have the equipment. But it still seems kind of crazy to put something like that out in the desert. Yeah. But you still do it anyways. Yeah. And then it works. Yeah. You just take a chance on something. Knowing you have all the tools, even though you're skeptical, you do it even halfway expecting expecting it to do well yeah you know i have a dream sometimes where i just like i want somebody to rob me and leave me with just like one lens and one camera and that's all i have and i have to do like a bunch of jobs with just that and really like just the struggle of having to make it work Mm -hmm. like now that i have more equipment like I have enough equipment to pretty much do anything I mean there's still some stuff you know obviously it'd be nice but like if if I just had like one lens and just force myself to make it work like uh, because I remember the days where I had I had one lens I had an 85 millimeter lens and that was the year I did a portrait every single day Mm -hmm. with one lens the Mm -hmm. same lens I did a bunch of jobs uh, like photo jobs and stuff and I had one lens that's all I had and you did it. And it was great. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, I love that lens. I, I still use it to this day. I mean, it's just, That's awesome. I just got a, a flow with it. Um, and it, and it's uh, like, I couldn't do like real estate photography with it cause it was kind yeah. of a, a zoomy lens, but I mean, it still like just that, that f- like forced creativity, I think is like where I'm, I'm best because I'm not like just imbued with like creative genius. Like I, I need constraints of some kind to kind of keep me going and discipline. Mm. I'm not just, I'm not just like this visionary that just like, you know, has visions of like a flux capacitor wall on the toilet or something, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have visions, but you're also grounded. You like, you know, you're in reality too. It's kind of cool when you can dream real big, but still be in reality. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, uh, I don't know. It kind of sucks, actually. Like, I feel like, like that's the best way to describe you. Sometimes I see you just get super excited, and you know you can do this thing. Yeah. You know it's possible. Yeah. Like it's super possible for, especially for you. 
But you then you have to take a step back and you're like, okay, wait, there's steps I have to take before I get there. Yeah, like this past week. Okay, I've only yeah. done grody, boring things well, that I, I was don't want to do. <laughs> I was going to ask you, like, what specific things did you do this week? Your first week back from the trip, first week um, self-employed. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to, like, release some of my plans yet as mm-hmm. far as what I'm working on, but it requires a lot of foundational groundwork uh, to get there. So I'm sitting in front of my computer a lot, which okay. which I'm fine with, especially editing. Like, editing is nice. Like, I enjoy editing and working on that kind of stuff because there is, you know, a creativity part that I can do with that. Mm-hmm. And it helps me evaluate my work and what to do better next time kind of thing. So I do like that part. But the other stuff, like the studio management, the, you know, financial, the tax stuff, the, you know, um, you know, I like I, I'm terrible at like graphic design stuff. Mm. And uh, I had to like design business cards this week. Uh-huh. And ugh, that took me like almost a whole day to finish because I just I just it's like walking through a swamp to mm. do something like that just because I'm not good at it. Uh, I don't really want to pay to have somebody do it right now, mm-hmm. um, which I probably should. I probably, I probably really should somebody like pay somebody to like help me with my look. But right now, that's not a priority. Well, that can come later. Yeah, and and so I still kind of hate the business cards a little bit, but I just like needed to have because I keep having people ask, and I'm like, I got a new phone number, and you're just like, okay, I gotta, like, yeah, uh, I gotta order them. Like, I just, it's just a little thing that's stupid that I just kept putting off because I just didn't want. Like, it's just dumb you know and business cards still like people ask for them all the time but like they still feel like a waste like they still feel like the dumbest thing in the world to invest Mm. money in because you're like okay but it's 2018 like people want a business card but do they actually like use it and like you know like everybody can message me on facebook or my website or instagram or whatever Mm. there's like a thousand ways to get in contact with me i mean google my name and i'll be right there you know Um, so it's kind of one of those things where it's just like, it's, it's hard to spend the hours on something that I just feel like it's kind of just something you just do just cause it's just what you do, you know? Yeah. I hate stuff like it. that. That's what I hate. I hate doing, and you know, the business stuff and like, you know, the, the tax stuff and the, you know, structuring business stuff, that's all whatever. I mean, that's just, you gotta do it. Um, mm-hmm. but it's the stuff I hate to do that I always question the stuff that like you just do because it's just what's always been done. Mm-hmm. That's the stuff I hate and the stuff I question with every fiber of my being and think, how can I do this differently? Like, why do we do it this way? Yeah. Like one example, and I keep rambling. I want to let you talk at some no, point. No, but, no, you're fine. Um, I feel like you're more interviewing me. It's kind of weird. Well, <laughs> I didn't set this up that way. By nice the way. change of pace. I wasn't like Kelsey. All right. I want you to really interview me so we can talk more <laughs> about me. Um, but, uh, like one thing I, I, it's always driven me nuts, uh, especially re- after working in the print business is we have these like standard sizes of photos that we print, uh, eight by 10, 11 by 14, 16 by 20, mm. but no modern DSLR camera or iPhone shoots in any of those aspect ratios. So when you take a photo with your iPhone and you want an eight by 10, you have to chop off a chunk of the Part photo. Of the photo. Because we're not using 8x10 film cameras anymore. Hmm. But those standard sizes have just stayed. Yeah, so we it, need to change the standard. Yeah, it's like 16x20 is not really a standard size that any camera shoots. 16x24 would be. Mm-hmm. But it's it's just it's one of those things that we just do it because it's, 
you know. Always it's been just done that what way. You, what you do. So when you go get prints, you're just like, yes, for four eight by tens and, uh, you know, a few five by sevens and one by fourteens. But you have to get, you have to like destroy parts of your photos to fit those sizes, right? Because cameras don't shoot like that hmm. anymore. So it just it's one of those things that have just been passed down so much, and like there's just there's there's no entity out there to introduce a new standard. I mean, that's well, the, that's the thing about the photo industry. It's kind of like there's no real leader in it right now, which is kind of weird. There's no Steve Jobs. There's no. Oh, uh, okay. I was about to say, what would a leader look like? Okay, but Steve Jobs is a good. Well, you think example. about f- the photo industry, and it's kind of crazy because it's not really an industry. It's like it is and it isn't. I mean, there's so many parts of it. There's the wedding industry, which I think is more, I mean, it depends on how you define it, but like, you know, I, I compare photography a lot to like, cause I'm really into, uh, you know, chefs and, you know, so I, I listen to a few chef podcasts and watch, you know, chef's table and documentaries and stuff. And I see a lot of parallels with the photo industry because really photography, like much like, you know, food is a service. You serve people, you know. Mm-hmm. And so the majority of the time you're taking photos, you're taking it for people, just for them. I mean, mm-hmm. for families or whatever. And there's those chefs that can do it as an artistic outlet, you know, those like super fine dining stuff. But mm-hmm. that's that's kind of one of those things. But generally, like the main purpose of photography is like school photos, wedding photos, uh, family photos, event photos, you know, those kind of things. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, product photos. Um and so, you know, I, I think in the chef world, you get a lot of influential chefs popping up that kind of run the place. You got Anthony Bourdain, Emeril Lagasse, uh, David Chang, you know, you got those people. Um, and in photography, it's like, you know, you've had your Ansel Adams, you got your Annie Leibovitzes, you got, you got a couple people here and there, but there's no, the idea of the photo industry as a whole, as a, con- like, just a, just like a, a thing, the photo industry doesn't really, I don't think anybody thinks of it in those terms. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think anybody thinks about the photo industry. No. I think they think of cameras and they think of the camera industry and they think of the wedding industry and they think of the school photography industry, mm-hmm. but not photography and the printing industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they don't think of it as just one whole thing. Mm-hmm. That was the thing that was crazy about when I worked in printing was realizing how the photography world and the printing world really don't work together oh. on things like the tech, really? even as far as much as like the technology is like camera makers and printer makers don't like there's, there's something, there's a, there's a piece missing. Like there's something, there's something separated about both of them. Most photographers don't know what it takes to make a good print. And a lot of printers don't really care what makes a good photo. Oh, and okay. so it's, it's like, it's kind of shocking how, how split up the photo industry is. Interesting. Um, and that was, that was, what was great about working in our warehouse is that there was that, there was a, there was a bond between photographer and printer. Mm-hmm. And there was always like an education moment there where, you know, we we would take the extra time to like work with people to make sure their photos look good. Mm-hmm. But it took a lot of work. It takes a lot of work to talk, sit down with a photographer and talk about like how this photo can look good 
on print. It looks good on the screen, but it's got to look good in print. Right. And it's amazing how many steps it takes to make that happen. And most printers just don't take the time. But I, mm-hmm. I was fortunate to like work with people and have a mentor that took that time to do that. And so it's just one of those things that you realize that, you know, we're supposedly in the same industry, but we're kind of not, not at yeah. the same time. And, you know, you think, you think it's got to be similar with kitchens. I mean, you know, there's tons of kitchen technology. There's ton of, like, just like cameras. There's, I mean, you have to have a ton of technology to cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, and so it's just one of those things that I've always been a little baffled by is how just split up and divided it all is. Never thought of it that way. Or, I mean, I've never noticed it. And it's cool in some ways, but in other ways, I, it kind of bums me out because I feel like um, there's generally, uh, and you know, I feel like I've, I feel like when uh, it's kind of oversaturated, like it is, which I would imagine, you know, the chef world feels the same way about chefs. Mm-hmm. You know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if you can't do, if you can't do anything, you can at least try and cook. You know, I mean. Yep. Um, if you can't do anything, you can at least pick up a camera and try to take some photos. I mean, same, I mean, it's same thing. Yeah. And, and people like me, we, we do it just cause it's what we have to do. Right. Tried a bunch of other stuff. It's not a hobby. Nothing made me happy <laughs> as much as this does. So, um, so I guess, uh, it's, it's part of the reason that I think a lot of, uh, there's like a lot of attitudes and a lot of competition that's unfortunate. Like I just feel like, uh, you know, you, you tend to stumble across more photographers that tend to, uh, you know, hate other photographers a lot, <laughs> which always bums me out, you know, because I feel like I feel like if you work together, you could have a unified industry in some way. But you it's know? a competition. Yeah. And I mean, business is to some extent, but it's right. just because it's so saturated, there's so much insecurity out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Somebody's always coming up with something else. Well, and you're afraid some, you know, some mom who picked up a camera is going to take all your business. And that's, <laughs> that's kind of, and you know, if you, if you don't push yourself, then I guess that could happen, you know, but yeah. I mean, there's a lot more to it than just taking pictures. There's like business stuff as I've dealt with this week. <laughs> there's like, a lot more than just taking pictures because I've barely taken pictures this week. It's really? wonderful. Yeah. It's wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. No, I mean that sarcastically. Yeah. I was thinking, I was laying in bed last night. I'm like, man, I just want to take some pictures, which I will. I mean, I'm shooting away next week. So I'm like, it's, it's fine. It's just been like, man, ugh. Like why? Like I forgot what I was doing for a second. Well, especially after coming off of the, that road trip, you know, where you got to experiment a lot with different landscapes, a new camera, you know? Yeah. Not as much as I wanted to. Um, hmm. just because, I mean, it was more cause I, cause I was torn because I joked about how I was just going to enjoy it and put my camera away. Yeah. There was an element where I was kind of like just taking it in cause it was stuff oh, I've never seen before. Well, I'm glad. Yeah. And I didn't really mean to, but it's just like, there were some times where I didn't even think to pull my camera out cause I was just so busy just looking oh, at it. Oh, that's good. Um, that was new for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I didn't, I didn't really shoot as much as I had thought I was but I'm kind of happy for it because I I retained (laughs) I actually retained some of it but sorry if I sound I sound kind of sickly I feel like sound a little nasally I don't think you do I don't well Anna and my mother commented on it so well then you must be I must be (laughs) yeah they know me better than anybody else that is true that is they would know um but anyways let's talk about you now we've (sighs) we've talked about my crazy ideas uh what uh so like 
what are you doing? What, what's up with you right now? I know you're about to end your classes and you're writing and you're recording this podcast, I suppose, as well. Yeah, but I'll, I mean, just to test the quality of the recorder. Oh, no, without that's fine. Mic. Just, yeah. But, um, Copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, classes are in, have, have ended, uh, but I still have papers to grade, so it's not quite over yet. But that's only like two hours worth of work I still have to do. I mean, I can do that. As long as it's done by the 14th, I'm good. So I'm fine. Um, I don't know. I've kind of reached a a lull, I guess you would say. I don't know. I've found myself whenever I'm writing in my journal, there's a common theme. Oops, sorry. Where I just feel like I haven't been doing enough. And I don't know specifically of enough of what. I just feel like maybe more so I haven't been living up to my fullest potential. That's a, I mean. By the age of 27. Well, I understand that. I understand that a lot, actually, because I feel the same way. And I feel like I haven't. (laughs) Well, I just, I feel like I've let myself be distracted by so many other things. Um, So many other things that now that I've had taken a step back, new perspective. I'm like, Oh, there's so much more that I have to learn about myself, but so much more that I want to say. Yeah. Does that make sense? You know, so many, so much more I want to do this. I don't want to make myself sound prideful or anything like that, but I just feel like there's something big that I'm supposed to do. Well, and the only way you do big things is to do a bunch of little things that add up to a big thing. And yeah. And I don't feel like I've been doing any little things. Well, and it's it's all discipline. I mean, it's like it's like kind of like being in the military, I'd imagine. You have to just wake up and do the same stuff every day. It's actually like to be at peak creativity mode, you actually have to be one of the most boring people alive. <laughs> you yeah. can't I mean, you can't wake up with a bottle of Jack every morning and like smoke cigarettes in front of your typewriter. Like it just that's not reality. That's like <laughs> That's Johnny Depp <laughs> yeah, style. Exactly. That's what uh that's what we were all taught in movies. But the fact is, is like to actually be able to crank out like Stephen King levels of material. Right. You have to have a system. Mm-hmm. I mean, just straight up. That's the only, that's the only, I mean, that's the only way huge businesses grow. You have to have a system of some kind mm-hmm. to make it all happen. And that's, that's, that's like the hardest thing because you have to, like, I feel like, similar to you like that la- like feeling like i'm not doing enough on one hand is a good feeling because it drives you to try and do more yeah. but on the other hand sometimes you end up beating yourself up more than you actually do doing things so that's right that's the digging in the depths of like insecurity where you have to just be like okay quit quit beating yourself up and just freaking do it you know right well yeah. well that yes yeah, 100% with that but i also i've had i've had to start kind of coaching myself with some positive self talk Mm-hmm. And so even on the other end of that spectrum and I mean on both ends I guess when I'm thinking okay I need to be doing more mm-hmm. or when I'm on the other other end where it's like okay you're not worth anything at all. Yeah. You know, I have to remind myself what I am doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sound like a narcissist here but I'm like you're teaching at mm-hmm. a college or you're a professor, you're working a full-time job on top of that, you have your own car. <laughs> yeah. You know, you you have benefits, you know, you have your master's degree, you're looking. <laughs> That's at, more than I can say. But you know, like I have to <laughs> yeah. remind myself of those things yeah. and I'm like, okay, that is, that is 
awesome accomplishments by the time I'm 27. But here's a crazy question. Strip all that away from you and what are you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't I honest to God don't know. That's the that's my oh, favorite. I don't like that question. No, I know. I know that just like popped in my head. It, it's also like uh Captain America asked Tony Stark that in the first Avengers. He's oh. like strip away all your money and like and uh suits and what are you and he's like He's like billionaire, playboy, th- philanthropist. Like he like has an answer right oh. off the bat. Like okay, I don't have an answer. I would like to just be able to say good person. Yeah. Activist who would make a difference, but well, what am I doing to make a difference right now? You know, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that's well, that's that's just why I I ask myself. It's like, all right, so like whatever, Will you have? You have a nice camera. You've got you know. uh wonderful wife and a dog and like i think about like as far as like things that would define me it's like i have uh i don't really it i finally like i used to be like a real keeping up with the joneses type person yeah. i always had to have the newest thing mm-hmm. and it's just like what's will malone without having the newest iphone kind of thing right and then somewhere along the line i finally like beat that out of myself Mm -hmm. and so but now i'm just like now i've got the pressure of like all right well if you say you're going to be a good photographer then you better be a freaking good photographer Mm -hmm. like it's kind of try to give a hundred percent with that which i would say the pitfall of that is i've probably spent way too much time thinking about that (laughs) in comparison to the rest of things like there's no balance in my life because of that because Mm -hmm. all i do is think about work and that's a whole other discussion in and of itself yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah but anyways no i just i asked that because it popped into my head i i could see it scared you a little bit yeah no it did (laughs) it did it did for sure i'm like oh no that's what this podcast is about we ask the hard questions but see okay so i'm gonna flip it back around again and be like okay but my reality is that i do have those things yeah your reality is that you do have an awesome loving wife and the cutest dog ever (laughs) you know and you are talented so that is our reality. We do have it. Yeah. And that makes us who we are. Yes. Part of who we are. Yes. I still don't know who I am. But we are individual people. And we can't define ourselves by others. So No, but we can define ourselves by our own accomplishments. No, and it does help when you have people around you that love you and care about you. And Yeah, well, we love you. That's kind of... Well, I mean, that's that's really what it's all about. No, I know, I day. know. I mean... I got off the phone with, with you, y'all, the other day. I don't remember who I told. I think I told my dad because he was asking about you guys. Mm-hmm. I was like, I talked to him. I was like, you know how Will's not this super overtly emotional, mushy-gushy person? He's like, yeah. I was like, he told me you missed me today. What? Did I say that? <laughs> you sure did. Oh. <laughs> You're like, dude, we missed you. And I just like smiled from ear to ear on the other side of the phone. So, <laughs> yes, I take these things in. <laughs> that, that's why I don't say those things because when I do say it, it means a lot. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I got it. Tucked Man, we're away. Getting all, we're getting all mushy on this podcast. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of like uh, this is this is this is a nice little scene we have here because it's very dimly lit inside this glass porch. The rain <laughs> is going out. I don't know if hopefully the rain isn't too. I don't think you should be able to hear the rain too bad. Um, and it's like kind of chilly, but we're in front of this heater. It's a nice little setup here. Cause I'm wrapped up in two blankets because I can't feel the heater. Oh, <laughs> I'm hogging it. It's um, okay. I'm, I'm fine, actually. Yeah, because I'm still like living out of a suitcase, so it's just everything's impromptu. I'm but. excited that y'all are here for a little while. Like, 
you know? Yeah, no, I am too. I just haven't, I guess I'm trying to figure it because I haven't found my bearings, mm. which it's kind of been a little frustrating to me um, just because I, I like to get the show on the road. Mm-hmm. But in the same token, I'm trying to learn how to be like totally functional and exist without my bearings. Like that's the thing I'm trying to like, okay, I'm in a transition period. How can I use it to my advantage? And how can I just live in the chaos contently and just continue to move forward mm. despite chaos being all around me? Like that's, that's what I'm trying to realize. Like nothing's ever going to be perfect. Yeah. And so if I sit around waiting for things to get perfect, I'm never going to do anything. So mm, that's, good, that's good. what I've been like coaching myself on lately is like as frustrated as I am that I have to like dig in a suitcase every day for a t-shirt <laughs> and I have to like, you know, drive to a coffee shop to have an office and, um, do all that stuff. Uh, it's, it's a good lesson for me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's it teaches me patience, which is something I desperately need to be taught. So uh, it's been it's been a tumultuous time of self boxing. Boxing? It's like, yeah, it's like Rocky Rocky Four <laughs> going on in my head right now. That was the best movie ever. I'm not gonna lie, that made uh, it. Rocky to like, Four was. That made it to like my top ten favorite movies. We watched Rocky Four last night because we're I was prepping Kelsey for Creed too. Which so, I don't know that we're going to get to watch. Well, I'm going to go see it again, so. Well, not tomorrow before I <laughs> watch <me>. leave. <laughs> no. no, I'm going to I'm probably see it again soon. But I'll have to watch it in Chattanooga. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, just I'm a sucker for that. Just that's I mean, that's like I'm not a comp. I'm not a complex person. It's like inside my head is just an, an infinite Rocky match going on. Like that's just <laughs> I've watched too many movies as a kid, so that's how that's how I see life is just a uh, just one round at a time. That's right, one step at a time, one punch at a time. What is okay? So you said this couple month or two ago because I was sitting in my office when we were talking on the phone. And I wrote it down on my little desk calendar thing. Oh, what did you say? Shouldn't you write said, down things I say. Well, it was <laughs> profound in the moment. I'm about to say it again. It might not sound so profound. <laughs> you say it was um okay i probably ripped this off of somebody so get you right. might have <laughs> you well you just said you were like life is just a series of problems to solve oh yeah no i ripped that off from my grandmother oh man well she says life's a series of adjustments i problems kinda, to solve That's i different. altered it a little bit so yeah. totally different yeah. yeah i don't know i liked it i liked it so much i wrote it down oh there you go but i mean that's true you know we like to i don't know we like challenges at times. Well, we're look so we look at life and we hope for this problem-free experience. But every time you turn a corner, there's a new problem. Mhm. Every time. Right. And it doesn't end. There's no there's no like finish line to it. There will always be an impediment. Yeah. And so the the attitude with which you solve problems makes your life so much better. Yeah. You become a happier person when you just realize, you know, this is just another problem in front of me, just like the ones yesterday, mm-hmm. and I'm just going to just buck up and fix it. And that's just one of those things that, you know, you can only learn with experience, <laughs> like with yeah. with having seemingly impossible problems in front of you. Like I think of it like in high school, like for instance, when I was in Boy Scouts, my dad 
was like, all right, you're going to be an Eagle Scout. And I was thinking, no way, dude. Like, I'm looking at this manual right now. There's a series. There's just hundreds of requirements to get to Eagle Scout. Yeah. But piece by piece at a time over a few years, I did it. Mm-hmm. I mean, same. I mean, same with anything. Going to college, I didn't think I'd get into college. <laughs> was, go to college is like, but I did it. Finishing college, I did it. You know, it's just. I was literally about to say, I remember as an eighth grader going to orientation night at the high school and sitting there listening to them talk about registering for classes each semester, making sure we met and did this and did that, and we had to have this to graduate with on the college track, and blah 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 blah. And I remember sitting there in the auditorium terrified, like, I'm not going to be able to do this. Yeah. I'm not going to remember this. I'm not going to know who to go to. I'm not going to be able to do this. This is not like middle school anymore. Well, here we are, however many years later, like 15 years later, I guess, 15, 16, and I have gone to and graduated high school. I've gotten into Bainbridge College, which I remember thinking, I'm never going to know how to do this. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And then I transferred to West Georgia, and then I successfully navigated that and a master's program as far as, you know, um, financial aid and registering for classes. I'm like, okay, maybe I can do it. (laughs) Yeah. So, I don't know. Here you are. You have your master's. Yes, I do. You have a job. You're teaching. Yeah. You're teaching other students now. That goes back to something you said before where you were like, you know, it's kind of humbling to realize you don't know everything. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously I don't know everything. I only have my master's. I don't have a PhD. So, Mm -hmm. obviously I have more to learn. But these students, like, I I don't read every single word of the textbook. You know, I don't Mm -hmm. have time to do that. I work a whole other full-time job. So, sometimes I just go by the PowerPoints. I don't even read (laughs) I don't have time. Um, but they'll ask me questions and I'll be, I'll just have to look at them and be like, I honestly cannot give you an answer. That is not good (laughs) for a professor. So what I do is I tell them, I'm like, why don't you do a little research on that? And then come back and we'll talk about it. (laughs) But it's like, I feel like I put my foot in my mouth sometimes because I'm teaching, I'm teaching, I'm teaching. Then they ask me a question and I can't answer them. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is humbling. Oh, this is humbling. (laughs) You know, or I could be the teacher that just, you know, pulls something out of my butt and just, well, that's... and then what are they going to do? They're going to have false information because of me. <laughs> yeah. I would never do anything like that if I were a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I don't think, I'm not witty enough to think of something like that. I'll, I just, fine, I'll be honest. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's uh it's not a necessarily an honorable trait. I guess I just remember working at the bookstore with you and I like when people would ask me a question I didn't know, I would just like act like I did know and just kind of make something up and guide them to a different book. Really? You did that? Yeah, I remember I remember, you know, uh being called out for it. <laughs> oh my god. See, I don't Well, I would just kind of like I would like act like oh interesting yeah and i would somehow like to find the answer i would like get somebody else to do it but oh now that i remember yeah I, <laughs> but i would make it sound like i know what i'm talking about but here's who can do it better you know and then i would call somebody else <laughs> let yeah. me just i have your best interest in mind yeah let me exactly. make sure you're getting the best thing yeah exactly <laughs> listen i yeah i can tell you all day long but it's not gonna be as interesting coming from me as it is kelsey all right, Kelsey, come over here. They want to talk to you about some, uh, you know, Sunday school curriculum over here. Here you go. Oh, and, and then and that or was... Or if it's the ESV Bible. Hey, Jared. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was... Uh, 
that was usually my strategy is like never make them know I don't know what I'm talking about. That was that's number um, one. Make the make them never question. Okay, well I didn't have another professor standing beside me in class that I could just look at me like this is yours. <laughs> yeah. Well you sometimes know? I look back and I'm like, Man, well, why don't you just like just like admit you don't know what you're talking about and just like you know but uh, but i always hard. hated it going to stores and you ask somebody behind the counter and they have no idea and you're like then what am i here for like you guys are supposed to be the experts like i i don't it's more like you don't want to like reveal you reflect on the business when you don't know at, at the time and so i was always like man i really don't want to like work here and say i don't know you know yeah. <laughs> like so so there's an element where you do kind of have to hide it most people can usually see through it i mean you know yeah but with you well i mean some people can still see through it with me i just <laughs> i don't know what that says about me but <laughs> i don't want to like i don't want people to think i'm like a snake oil salesman or something <laughs> i'm not i'm not like saul goodman or anything <laughs> but when i was you know 19 you know i was like huh i gotta <laughs> I, I don't know anything about what i'm selling so jeez we were just babies then that's just weird i remember feeling little... like i was grown <laughs> It is a little weird. Uh, it's even weirder to know that like my sister, who's younger than me, is about to have her second child, and mm. and uh, you know, I mean, she's just like my little sister. It's just weird. It's, it's crazy how life just moves very quickly. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, I mean, we don't need to go on too 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 much longer. Oh, I mean, yeah. I feel like this has been a yeah. It's forty five minutes, man. Uh uh-uh. Yeah. Nice. Heck yeah. Yeah, this it's been, been a, a fun one. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. been it's been chill. I will admit, I'm quite cold. You have to take a picture of me bundled up in these blankets with the microphone. Oh yeah, there will be a podcast, but I got to get Anna in here to take it. But yeah, um, but yeah, do you have anything you want to talk about? Plug, announce? Mm, not yet, because I want to make sure I have something before I yeah. plug something. <laughs> no, I understand. So, but you got this fancy new recorder. You better be recording stuff. I know, I know. I thought I had a guest earlier this week, but that didn't pan out. So, so. I was thinking about, um, you know, your, um, are you allowed to record your classes? You know, I thought about that too. Yeah. Um, probably because I haven't had to announce to them, you know, that you might have to like make them sign a release or something, but maybe just in case I do have students that are listening to my podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, Oh no. Oh (laughs) yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, there's stuff I want to do with the podcast and, the the best way to do stuff with it to figure out ways to kind of um turn it into something just to kind of start recording again mm-hmm. um and i already think these episodes have been substantially better than my first year uh in 2015 those i've i've thought about there's a couple of them i liked that i was thinking about re-releasing in this feed just because they're kind of pertinent to what i'm doing now but i just like um I'm just, I feel like this one feels more, uh, like I can, I can keep this one around and it Mm. will, it will just be a a nice place to, uh, kind of, especially as I get more embedded here, um, Mm -hmm. it'll be a good place to kind of, uh, have discussions with just a creative community of some kind that Mm -hmm. I can dig out. So I'm, uh, so if, if you make stuff. This is an announcement to people, especially photog. I gotta get a photographer on here. It's a photography <laughs> podcast, um, and uh, and I had I had a photographer, and I'm not gonna call him out on here, but uh, 
you know, that one didn't pan out, but uh, you know who you are. We've both called people out on yeah, here. <laughs> yeah, we, you know who you are, and uh, we're going to record a podcast eventually, but <laughs> it was just like, it was like right before I left Chattanooga, we were about oh. to, and it just didn't pan out, but... Um, but yeah, cause I'm like, man, for, for a photography adjacent podcast, it's like, it's, uh, there's no photographers other than me. Well, well, and Anna, Anna, Anna comes on. Um, well, but, uh, speaking of my podcast, I just, i I feel like I'm a different person even from back in, when did I start it? Into June, beginning of July. When yeah. I first started recording. Yeah, you've had a lot of fate, like changes in life since then. Not yeah. that I'm necessarily want it but now i look yeah. back and i'm like okay but i need it you know and so I, I am a different person so i feel like it'll be different so i'm just waiting for the right time on most and I'm, I'm feeling it like yeah i'm finally excited about it again so that's how i know it's coming yeah and i i think my goal with this podcast is really i want to make it like a valuable resource i don't necessarily want it to be like you know, as, as fun as it can be for me and like the other person, like I don't want it to necessarily be like shooting the breeze the whole time. Right. right. I like the idea of it being uh, something that people can listen to and be like, oh, I have those same struggles or that's something that, you know, I'm interested in and want to learn more about and like something that other people can use, you know, because as fun as recording just your friends talking is like that there's only so much value to that. You know what I mean? Right. And that was the one pitfall I found last time when I did podcasts is like, you know, it's fun for me and the, and my friends. But other than that, like, you know, nobody else is going to like bang down the doors to listen. Right. Except you and your friends. So, and I I want more than that. (laughs) Yeah. And so that's, that's kind of why I'm, I'm trying to be like candid, about the the creative journey a lot Mm -hmm. i like that being a big element of just um the struggle and the diving to the depths of your soul i kind of like i kind of like that being a constant theme but i also do like digging into the whole like photo industry stuff i do want to dig into that more right right. um so that's that's stuff i have for this but but it's only it's only episode six i mean it's like uh you know Episode 106, you know, where, where will that be? That's right. It's like with the 365 project. It's like, all right, here I am at day one. What will it look like at day 342, which is today? Mm-hmm. It's like a heck of a lot different than it looked at day one. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, I'm in a different state. Yeah. And I've, I've done a lot just mm-hmm. over that time. It's kind of crazy to think about. I never imagined when I started at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like yeah. it's that it's that system is that just one a day that chipping away thing. So taking it one day at a time. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like I say that a lot, and it like makes people roll their eyes. But like that's all we can do. Well, it's made such an impact on my life that I can't stop saying it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like like I I know it to such a degree now. What just one day at a time actually means that it's just, it's undeniable. I can't stop saying it because that's just the truth of the matter. It's like, it just takes work and it just takes doing a little bit every day. Do what you can today. Yeah. Yeah. And then two years from now, it's like crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's, (laughs) and so that's, so that's, that's why I always repeat it and I never get tired of repeating it, even though people get tired of hearing me say that. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) I'm glad you're, you're one of the last people who aren't tired of hearing me talk yet. So I'm not, (laughs) I'm not. That's why I have you on this podcast. I'm like, I'm like, uh, 
Kelsey's, Kelsey will listen to this. So. I listen to every one of them. I listen to everyone. I think except for the one that I was on. <laughs> but all the other ones I've listened to. Yeah, I've really... I used to listen to, like, to edit and stuff, podcasts and stuff, but I've kind of just... Unless there's something, like, somewhat inflammatory in there. I don't listen to the whole thing, usually. Yeah. I kind of just let it be. Well, and then it's raw, and it's real, and it's... Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I've edited out some things here or there that I remember. I'm like, eh, I don't love that in there. But generally, I kind of, I just let it. And I, I don't like hearing my voice, <laughs> really. Same. Same, even though I, it sounds like I do, because I talk a lot. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, as far as things to plug, I feel like uh, I recorded the intro already. And I don't, because I'm, I'm in kind of a nasally fog, I believe I talked about, plugging stuff so i don't think i'm gonna plug anything i've already done that oh okay okay <laughs> it's just i show i got i run a tight ship over here <laughs> i'm pretty sure in my intro i, I did this think i, I think i did that. yeah i don't know uh yeah i mean you know i mean just at will malone on instagram and willmalone.com but a lot of things are about to change but i'm not ready to talk about them yet to the public so yeah i kind of really i feel kind of annoyed because i'm like man i'm I'm doing this whole self-employed thing but i still can't really tell anybody about stuff which is kind of like you know frustrates my impatient self but (laughs) it is what it is yeah so uh all right sorry i was looking at a i was about to say is it like blinking light out there it was a ufo nope um but uh all right so uh that's that's it i guess i will uh be back next week yeah well won't be me next yeah. week but <laughs> and yeah during this transition phase it's kind of like i'm kind of just running a gun and i'm like no telling what'll happen next week <laughs> no but next week will be good i'm i'm as this gets more fleshed out i'm i'm part of my uh work is to come up like to have a plan for every podcast so i'm hoping to get it more organized because mm-hmm. if I'm going to keep making these, I want people to listen to them and I want there to be a reason to listen to them. So I'm not just like, I don't want to just be over overly casual about this whole thing. So right. every once in a while you'll get an episode, a chill cast like this, but because <laughs> right. it just happens when you make something once a yeah, week. Yeah, we're but. here. We're snowed in here. Exactly. Yeah, we're so snowed in. <laughs> we're just buried in snow. <laughs> it's just, it's All insane. Two flakes you of it You wouldn't there. believe it. Um, so uh, yeah, so Kelsey, follow her on Instagram. Yes. Yes. Stay tuned for podcasts. Yeah. I'll plug them next time. Hopefully, I'll have more recorded by then. There you go. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I'll uh, I'll be back with you next week. Not with you, but with the podcast <laughs> yes. next week. And uh, that's that's all. Bye. Bye. <laughs>